There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What is your last day of school tradition? 651-641-1071. This is the Colleen and Bradley Show. I talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. What is your last day of school tradition? Why are we asking? Listen, for so many people, either they've already had their last day of school, but for a lot, today is the last day of school. Oh. And uh, I'm loving so it. Yeah, sort of. It's been a long year. Let me be <laughs> I honest. I know. Um, but people, I, I love seeing everybody sharing their photographs of their first day and last day, all of that fun stuff on social media. Uh, but a lot of people have something they do every single year on the last day of school. What's your last day of school tradition? 651-641-1071. Do we have a caller on the line? We do. We've got Alan on the line. You want to see what Alan has yes. to say? Yes. Hello, Alan. Alan. Hi, Colleen and Bradley. What Hi. is your last day of school tradition? Well, mine wasn't very nice, uh, but I thought it was pretty cool. Uh, throughout throughout the school year, I would collect all my homework, all my assignments, my tests, pre-tests, any type of paper, and it would stack up. And at the end of the year, I would take it all and I would throw it up in the air like confetti. Uh, oh, <laughs> at school? I like that. Where where would you do that? At school or at home? Yeah. Or- <laughs> yeah, I would do that at school. Yeah, I had it all in my locker. It was oh. kind of hectic. Everybody was rushing to leave. So, I mean, no one was going to catch me. So I was like, whatever, I'll do it. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> awesome. And let somebody else clean it up. Thank you so wah, much, Alan. Wah. I thought he was going to say have a bonfire or something like that, which I was here for. Yeah. In fact, actually, yes, we have to do the traditional cleaning out of the backpacks. You do that at your house? Well, it's not like a tradition. It's just a thing. Like it's you like get it a necessity. Um. In Otherwise, fact, there's a banana that ends up being in there all summer long, and you're like, "How did you guys not remember to take the banana?" I can't out of your even tell you what we find. It's it's gross. It's filthy. Um, it's just so gross. But we have to do that, and I think what's well, the I grossest just, thing you found? Oh, I like dirty underwear or something <laughs> like that. Like you just find weird things in there, and you're like, "What is that?" Ooh, or I never like put a, dirty underwear in my backpack. Yeah, excessively. Ooh, or like. Polish. Or thank you, or like I don't know, chewing gum that they spit in something, but then oh, part yeah. of it was oh. exposed yeah. and then it stuck to the bottom. Or sure. you know, you always find kids are just gross. And so uh, anyway, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your last day of school tradition? That is not one of ours, but it is a necessity that you have to confront at some point during the. What is your last day of school tradition? We usually go out for ice cream. Oh, That's fun. always been just a silly little thing. We don't. It's, 
just make us sound so pathetic. We don't go out for ice cream a lot, so it is kind of a special treat yeah. uh, to go out for ice cream. And so um, we'll have to figure out how to do that. Sounds delicious. Delicious. Right? Uh, but we do have uh, a dance recital tonight, so it's going to oh. be harder to fit in the ice cream. Yeah, well, there's plenty of summer for ice cream. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that we've always done that since kindergarten. It's a highlight. End of the year treat. But but I will say, I think for a lot of people, the last day of school picture that you put next to the first day of school picture that seems on like social a thing, media. Huh? Well, I, it wasn't a thing before there was social media, but now it is. And it is kind of fun to see them side by side to oh, sure. see how much the kids have grown in a year. Yeah. Because kids grow so fast. Oh, it's insane. Yeah. Trust me. Uh, the, we've already had to buy one of my kids' pants like three times. Oh, my God. Well, in a year, I mean, I, I remember that period of life oh. constantly growing so much. It hurt. It's crazy. Um, Holly, did you have any end of school traditions? I will. I will say while you're uh, thinking about your own experience, I did not. We didn't do anything special. I think I was just really excited to get the heck out of right. school. Right. Holly. Uh, yeah, I think same with you, Bradley. I was really excited. But what we did at school, and this happened when we were in later grades, is that a lot of times there was the annual trip to Valley Fair oh, at the yes. end of the year. Yes. That was very exciting. Because God, that it, seems like that's that's a treat. That is a treat. Yeah. And so you get to go and hang out with your friends and then go on all your favorite rides yeah. and eat all the junk food. Yeah. And it was just a nice way to celebrate the end of the year. I So because my birthday is at the beginning of June, it used to be when school ended earlier. Yeah. Um, sometimes that would happen on my birthday. It would oh. be my last day of school. Oh, that's and awesome. I remember in particular one year that we went to, we did the end of year Valley Fair trip. On my actual birthday. Oh, that's cool. And it was like. So you had that experience too? Yeah. That must be a Twin Cities thing. Yeah, but you know, it's funny because like my kids don't do that. Although I will say they did, they do have an end of year field trip. In fact, they're on it right now, probably as we speak. They just like went to a park to like hang out for the day. We, we did. Did you guys ever do like the field day? That, oh, yeah. That used to always be a sort of an end of the year. It wasn't like oh. the last day, but it was usually like the last week of school. There'd be a field day experience mm-hmm. where you're doing long jumps and broad jumps and the and shoe kick sure. i crushed it at the i don't shoe know what, kick. what's a the, shoe kick the football kick no you'd kick your shoe off you kick your shoe off yeah and whoever gets their shoe the farthest oh my gets God, a i feel ribbon. like that would be a projectile hazard was that an official ribboned event at your school of course it was really yeah wow. because you guys you have to have the event for people who can't do the other events you know what I mean? Oh, like sure. The person who's gonna win the sprint, yeah. Oh yeah, is a different person. Yeah, yeah I didn't even try. <laughs> that right? was just like, no, I don't think so. That's You're fine. Like, I I'm won't like, be signing up for yeah, that. Event. I'm like, I'm happy for you. Right. I really don't think I ever you. won anything. I just remember like not having to do class. I think that was the most exciting That's part the, of it. I mean, the thing about it is, the closer you get to the end of the year, the less you're doing in school oh yeah and we all know it right but you still have to finish the year i will say to all of my minneapolis public school uh compatriots 
this is a weird year because they did tack on two extra weeks to the end of school. And so I think some people are doing like a slow fade out because you could get there. Some schools are allowing you to opt out of that, depending on what you have going on, et cetera, et cetera. And I just decided I wanted to be kind to the teachers and not make them have my children. (laughs) So please. Oh, no, trust me. I just feel like let's give the teachers a break yeah. and, you know, not make that. It just it's been such a hard year for Minneapolis public schools. Oh, for sure. So uh, anyway, so it was just like a weird like we were like, is it the last day of school? It's kind of the last day of school. Some people will end some point next week. Some people will go the full two weeks. It's been a weird year. Yeah, well, hopefully next year will be more commonplace. Right. Uh, in terms of. You know, we getting could a full use year it. school in. We could use it because it's been a weird in person school three years. Uh, well, whatever your end of school tradition is, whatever party you are doing to, out to celebrate summer. summer, it really is the official. I don't know about you guys because you because you don't have children of your own, but I still my year still sort of goes in the same pace as it did when you know when you were in school and you'd go through the full school year and then you'd hit summer and your entire life changes. Oh yeah. So like, I'm still on that ride. Yeah, for sure. All the time. You will be for a few more years. Even though nothing changes for me in terms of, you know, we don't get summer from work. Yeah. That would be Um, nice. But, but there is, I would like to do that. Can we have summer off? Oh man. There is just a shift though in the energy of the Remember when they were going to stop that? Like, because some yes. schools don't do summer anymore, right? Yes, there was a there were conversations about doing like three weeks on, one week off, and Oof. keeping it year round. People were just like, "Nope, we're not doing that." I for so many reasons. <laughs> when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, Britney Spears' wedding did have it did not go off without a hitch. There was Oof. a potential crasher, and. Uh, mm, it was pretty toxic. We're going to talk about who tried to crash her wedding and how all of that went down kind of scary when we come back after this on My Talk 1071. Well, uh, Britney Spears' wedding was a little bit more eventful, I think, than they initially planned. And it was all because of somebody who was trying to crash that thing. It was not Colleen and Bradley. No, although we would have, but not not so dramatic. Not like this. Uh, this is the Colleen and Bradley Show. My Talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. We were not there, but somebody else was. Mm-hmm. Who was trying to crash it? Oh, wait, I was going to do a crash. I don't know where the crash is. Just make a crash noise. Crack a window. <laughs> there we go. Crack a window. That'll work. Crash a window. Air out Jason Alexander. You guys. Not the, from Seinfeld. No, not Jason Alexander What's of Seinfeld. The 55-hour married uh, Jason Alexander to Britney Spears he was. Uh, I'm speaking like Yoda for a reason. So you'll remember they were married, I think, for just literally 55 hours mm-hmm. back in, what, 2000 and... Oh, gosh. Now you're going to make me do math. It, like... Two thousand six five five four. Sure, yeah. Three two one. Five four three two one. Doom, doom. Burr, 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 burr. Um, Holly, can you figure that out? Figure out what when they were married? Because for some reason, two thousand four. Thank you, thank you. We so were the, so close. The early aughts showed up, and Jason Alexander literally showed up to Britney's wedding yesterday. Mm. Now, 
I always have this problem with Jason Alexander because he literally was married to her for a hot minute. Like, yeah. literally a hot minute, right? They got married in Vegas. Yeah, 2004. It was staring me right in the face, so I apologize. But yeah, 55 hours later, they called it quits after mm-hmm. they got married in Vegas. And every time I think I hear Jason Alexander, I think of her other ex-husband, Kevin Federline. Mm-hmm. And then I have to remind myself, no, that's Ke- that's not Kevin Federline. That's not the father of her kids. Right. That's the guy she was married to for five minutes. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the moral of the story is, like, we've kind of forgotten about Jason Alexander, but he hasn't forgotten about Jason Alexander. Mm-mm. And he showed up, and he certainly hasn't forgotten about Britney Spears, at the wedding yesterday and live-streamed it. Like, this is crazy. And also terribly, like, I would imagine frightening for all involved. Oh, be- Yeah. Because he showed up at uh, the event, live streamed it. Somehow he was able to make it inside her home. He continued to live stream. He was eventually uh, um, restrained and got into a scuffle with the security guard. Um, I can tell you about like, you know, like what Britney's people's uh, response was like. She didn't say anything about it because I don't think he made it anywhere near her. But he literally somehow, I mean, did you watch the stream? He was all over the place. I did not watch the stream, but uh, I've seen like the, you know, the still footage of him. Mm -hmm. And I I don't know how he was able to get in. He told security at the time that he was her first wife and her only wife. Or he was his, I'm sorry. She was. was, Yes, yes. She was his first wife and only wife. Yeah. Um, and that plus live stream plus you weren't asked to be here spells, especially in the world we live in right now, terrifying. I, so scary. And you guys, I'm not. So I watched. I didn't watch it happen live. I watched the footage after the fact of him. He he gets into her. He walks directly into her house. You see him in the twirling foyer. You see him go up the steps up the spiral staircase that we all know because we've seen the inside of her house because yep. of Instagram. Um, she's popping into rooms. There's people who are engaging him along the way. And he's like, yeah, I'm here to see Brittany. Where's Brittany? Where's Brittany? Where is she? He gets into the venue. He walks down the aisle. He talks to a guy who's sitting near the front looking at something who I later recognized as the, the officiant who married them. It is unnervingly what's, frightening. What's, ad- what's additionally creepy about it is you'll remember that he showed up uh, during the hashtag Free Britney movement mm-hmm. outside. Uh, he was at a rally outside the L.A. courthouse. And like when you start adding all of those things up, this just spells like restraining order. Like I'm surprised. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm surprised that... Uh, she hasn't attempted to get a restraining order from him. Oh, it's wild. Or some kind of opportunity to like keep him from showing up places. And, um, but I wonder if, I mean, this to me feels like the closest they're going to get because he was actually trespassing on her property. Oh, Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
Go to your happy price, price line. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Trust it. You can get a restraining order for a lot less. That's like true. They could have gotten a restraining order when he was outside the courtroom. I guarantee it yeah. in terms of what the law will allow if you can show that somebody is doing you know, and I bet you there is private communication because if I remember correctly, he has talked about her talking to him, right? Didn't he? He did make it sound like they'd been in touch. Yeah. So again, moral of the story is I wish somebody, her security would have, should have been on this before. And this, this kind of event, I mean, it was great that her security was there and stopped him. Uh, but like to your point, he made it so far in. That, yeah. like, if he had something bad in his mind in terms of what he wanted to do, he was, he would have been able premises. to do it. Yeah. Can I just tell you quickly how I engaged with this? Because I was just putzing on uh, Instagram and I don't follow him, right? Like, I wasn't paying, I was just paying attention to Instagram. Yeah. But I do follow her assistant who's named Vicky. Oh, yeah. And we've seen we pictures of Vicky. We go way back with Vicky. Anyway, Vicky is apparently on her own vacation in Rome. So she's not at the That's wedding. That's weird. I agree. Her assistant's not there. Isn't that weird? I mean, sure, she has more than one assistant, but Vicky, um, I saw this on Vicky's story, and I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. She said, I've done everything I can while being out of the country to keep everyone safe. Thank you to all the amazing, absolutely amazing and incredible fans for alerting me of so much. You are blessings. Thank you. Everyone is safe. And then the next one, Truly, y'all are heroes for commenting and tagging and making a fuss about this. That could have really gone much worse. Yes, absolutely. And you played a part in keeping her safe. So I think what was happening from that, what I gathered, because then I went back and tried to piece it all together, is that on his live stream, people were tagging her. Oh, sure. Like, hey, hi. They should have been tagging 911. <laughs> I mean, they should have been calling I them. I mean, it was. But you know what I mean? It was bonkers. Exactly. So, listen. I don't, by the way, I do think, I, I'm not going to say, but I think I'm going to say, I don't think that these are the only types of gatherings that he's tried to crash. Well, he was arrested for the third time in 12 months at the beginning of this year in Franklin, Tennessee, for violating an uh, order of protection and aggravated stalking. Yeah. For? Um, for Ooh. breaking, uh, for stalking. But not her. Not not Britney Spears. Yeah, that's Spears. Why the question is like right. who was we don't know who We don't was we don't know. About. Officials didn't disclose that. Yeah, it that. was somebody else. I also think that he had something to do loosely with the January sixth stuff. Oh yeah. That's so right. I'm oh, just you're saying absolutely right. He's a person who shows up in all the wrong places. Yeah. Do not trust Again, I think Brittany, it's time to get a little uh, TRO action. Right? Hey, we need a contestant to play spot the CSI. Six five one six four one one oh seven one. One of our crazy stupid idiots is real. The other two are imaginary. See if you can find out after this. It's Friday, which means we do something a little bit different on the Colleen and Bradley show, My Talk 1071. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That's Bradley Trainer. Uh, and uh, we need a contestant to play a little game that we call Spot the Crazy Stupid Idiot. 651 641 1071. Call us. 
Call us now. Call us now! Call us now! Well then, I guess one could say, that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy, stupid idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy, stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of Florida. you got to call because otherwise we can't play our game. 651-641-1071. What we are looking for is a person who has fancies themselves an expert on crazy, stupid idiots. Because what's going to happen here is the three of us are each going to deliver a story about a crazy, stupid idiot. However, the twist is only one of them is an actual real story. Mm-hmm. The other two are complete and total fabrications of our own brain spaces. And uh, your job is to guess which one is the real one. In in doing so, if you do so correctly, and frankly, if you do so incorrectly, we do have a prize for that person. And that is in the form of a Team Cobra t-shirt. Do we have a contestant yet? Yeah, I think we are just about to happen upon a contestant Perfection. for our spot, the crazy, stupid idiot. Wonderful. And, uh, if you'll just give us a moment here. Perfect. We can dun, wait. Dun. It's all good. The best things are worth waiting for. Uh, and uh, this is kind of a fun game that we've been playing the last few weeks. So, All right. We've got Molly on the line. Perfect. Hey, Molly. Are you there? Yes. Hi, Molly. Are you pretty good at spotting a crazy, stupid idiot? I don't know. I listen every day, so... Okay, well, listen, then you are an expert. So here's what we're going to do. We're <laughs> each going to deliver a story. Listen very closely. And uh, when we're all done, we're going to ask you which one is the real crazy, stupid idiot, in as much as it is a true story that actually happened. Okay. Okay, okay. All right. Who's going to go first around here? I think you should go first okay. today. I will go first. All right. All right. So we are going to Houston. We are going to Houston and um, we're going to meet a 30 year old rapper. His real name is Lady Legion Riley. However, he goes by the name Jug God. That is his stage name. Okay. Uh, he's real big on YouTube. Okay. Seems plausible. And the thing about Jug God is that he has a number of different songs that circle around a particular theme. And that theme is about robbing ATMs. Okay. So that's a thing, right? Like rappers who rap about things. Yeah. Right. Problem is, uh, Jug God has gotten himself into some actual real trouble with the law. Okay. What did Jug God do? Can you guess? Uh, I mean, can you give me like a hint? I, I just did. It was a rap-related crime? Well, what does he rap about? Um, ATMs, right? Robbing so ATMs. he stole money from an ATM? He robbed an ATM. And he, then wrote a song about no, it. No, he'd already. That's what he. That's what he raps about. Oh, got he, it. That's got like it. his. That's his genre. It's his, it's, that's it's like a genre up, for him, apparently. Oh my God. Jug God raps about 
Robbing, robbing ATMs. ATMs. Okay. And so then the police were like, I wonder if he's singing about real life. Well, and they didn't have to wonder when they actually caught him robbing an ATM. So he came upon a, a technician at an ATM and the technician was had the ATM open. Oh, no. And so they snuck up behind him. Oh, no. They said, don't do anything stupid. Oh, God. And well... That was the stupid thing. Well, they were the ones that were doing something stupid, and they took off with a whole bunch of money. Um, Police and FBI agents were able to track them down at a motel the very same day and arrested them. Uh, By the way, his nickname, Jug God, is a reference to what is called jugging, and that's when you follow someone home from a bank to rob them. So I have learned so much in this story because I, I didn't even know that was a thing. I know. Much less it was called jugging. I know. Huh. So now you know you've had an education. And also, isn't that scary? Like, I'm sorry, but of the op- like crimes of opportunity, walking up behind somebody who's filling up an ATM doesn't seem like a safe bet. No. Because I would imagine those individuals are armed. Yes. Uh- Yes. Okay, that's terrifying. So and also uh, stupid. The FBI uh, is trying to find out if they've committed any other robberies, and he is face because he was with some accomplices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they are facing federal charges. Okay, that just seems like art imitating. No, what is it? Imita- Li- that's life imitating, life imitating art. art. Imitating that life. is imitating life. Like which came first? Right. It's like the a art chicken or the and life. Egg. Ooh, that's <laughs> deep. Which came first, the robbery or the song about the robbery? Yeah. Okay, so first it's story. A robbery. A Uh First story, Robin ATMs. Yeah. Okay. Who's next? Holly, you want to go? Yeah, I'll go next. Wow, we're staying in Texas. Hey. Hey. Yeah, folks. We're going to Lubbock, Texas. I Lubbock. Lubbock. Yeah. <laughs> I see yeah. what you did there. <laughs> the home of buddy holly uh but we're not uh, talking about buddy holly we're talking about herbert e butts oh h-e-b h-e-b the grocery store the grocery store chain that yes its actual name is herbert e butts named after its founder and we have to meet two 22 year olds who were at the herbert e butts okay by the way we didn't ever call it the herbert e butts what'd well, you call it h-e-b h-e-b uh-huh. yeah. not the no. I would just call it Butts. Let's go to Butts. Well, that's what uh, Ethan Stitham and his friend Enrique Hernandez decided to do. They went to the H-E-B. Okay. And um, they didn't go grocery shopping, you guys. Oh. Huh? They didn't go grocery well. shopping. They weren't even looking for a late night snack, which mm-hmm. is why when Ethan and Enrique found themselves at the H-E-B, it was late at night. It wasn't 24 hours, but, you know, before it was closing. Did they need to go to the bathroom? No, they didn't need to go to the bathroom. Or they just needed to pick up, like, a, I don't know, some duct tape you know, for a late night craft project? It wasn't even that. <laughs> I think that these guys were just bored mm. because it's what they did at the H-E-B. Oh, I know what they did. That is that they are crazy. Crazy, stupid idiots today. Okay. What did they do, Bradley? They got on one of them, like, uh, go-kart cart things, you know, like mm-hmm. the mobility cart mm-hmm. scooter thing, and took it for a joy ride and uh, had sparklers shooting out the back while they took <laughs> wow, out that the... took a weird turn. ...the uh, peanut butter and jelly aisle. Da, 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 da. No, <laughs> wasn't that. But it was something that would probably be equally as fun. Oh. They <gasps> went... Oh, go for it, Colleen. Okay, did they 
I don't know. I've never been to the H-E-B or the Herbert E. Butts. But I know they've got one of these things at Lund's and Byerly's where you they like bag everything up and then they put it on the conveyor belt. So you oh, can, uh, so you can roll up yeah. and they just like... So I think they took a ride on the conveyor belt. Oh, I like that. Do, 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 do. Also, no. Oh. Okay. They went bowling. What? <laughs> they went bowling with, down with the aisles turkeys? of the, the grocery store? <laughs> they went bowling, not with frozen turkeys, Colleen, but with rotisserie chickens. Oh, oh no. That is a, a waste, waste of, a rot- of rotisserie <laughs> chickens. No. Well, that's what Ethan and Enrique did. And they apparently set up a little bowling alley for themselves using salad dressing bottles. Ooh, that's a mess. That and is lined ooh, it up. Especially if that's oily. Do you Oof. know what that reminds me of is uh, jugging. Isn't that what it, it was called? That's when you follow somebody. No, I know. We just talked about that. And rob them. <laughs> no, don't you remember when they when they would throw jugs of milk? Vaguely. Yeah, we that was like a whole thing that kids were doing for a while on social oh, media. Oh, yeah, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah. Or it was like when people would take random bites out of the ice cream. That Remember was another what? thing that was happening. Yeah. Oh, well, now this is another thing that's happening. Okay, rotisserie so bowling, bowling with rotisserie chicken. Yeah. All right. Did they get caught? Yeah. Okay. Are they imprisoned? Well, they got in trouble. They <laughs> in were pri- fine. They're in federal prison. <laughs> yeah, for they're in a, su- a supermax. No, <laughs> no. Uh, disorderly conduct. Also, by the way, they had been drinking. Of course. Of course, alcohol was involved. Okay, so we've got the rotisserie chicken bowling, and we've got the rappery Bradley Trainer. What are we doing next? We are going to Florida. Florida. All right, for our last story today, we're going to Fort Myers, Florida, okay. where uh, a guy by the name of Charles, Charles Hobsmith, he's 46 years old. He was arrested on Tuesday after investigators found something he was not supposed to have. It's what he was supposed to have and where it was uh, at that earned this story crazy, stupid, idiot status. Can you tell me mm. what Charles Hobsmith had that he wasn't supposed to? He had a gun to? in his booty. <laughs> no, he did not have a gun, <laughs> nor was it in his behind. Holly, your thoughts? Um, I don't know if I can beat the... <laughs> you can't beat a, You can't beat a gun in the booty. <laughs> I'm an... Okay. That's nasty. Uh, from gun in the booty to the actual story, how you want to take a guess? Um, there was something in his pocket, and he was happy to see you. <laughs> oh wait, no, no, no! Wait, hey, I'm sorry. The ding and the buzzer swapped. That's right. We have never resolved. That. No, Char- let me give you a, a problem. Let me give you another hint. Charles okay. Hobsmith was arrested Tuesday. I said after they, uh, well. They being some people at an airport. He was arrested at the airport uh, because of a suspicious bulge. Oh. Did <laughs> he me, have sir. did he have like a shampoo bottle with more than three ounces in it in his <laughs> wiener space? In his wiener, <laughs> wiener space? space? You know, that could mean so many things. Okay, I am and I'm not touching your wiener space. Okay. Well um, I didn't one. ask you to. <laughs> so the <laughs> No, it was in his. Thing? It was in his pants. Okay, it's not a capuchin monkey. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been in the back area. It tickles. <laughs> I'm just saying, capuchin. <laughs> <laughs> I 
Okay, you guys. All right, get what, the train what, back on the tracks. We have Molly on the phone trying to play a game. Was it a box cutter? No, they found they found something strange in his front area. His wiener area. It was a ham. Charles Hobsmith, 46, was arrested. No, literally. Hold on. Charles Hobsmith was arrested Tuesday at the Fort Myers airport because he had an Iberico ham. Oh, I get it, though. Ham. In his pants. Now, you might be wondering why he had a, a, an Iberico ham in his pants. Why did he have an Iberico ham in his pants? Because the price of imported ham has skyrocketed in the last six months 300%. Oh, my gosh. And when they asked Charles why he tried to enter uh, the country with a ham in his pants, he said, uh, because I like ham. No, he was trying to earn some extra money for college. I'm going to guess that it looked like his wiener space had also inflated 300% with a whole ham in his pants. I'm just saying. I mean, that's some gargantuan. That's a big ham. You might want to get that looked at, sir. <laughs> I know. Well, I'm sure people were like, um. I bet he was walking funny. <laughs> like, like, have you ever tried to walk with a ham in your pants? No. That, Ask that Tom gives a, Jones. No, I was going to say it gives a whole new meaning to Hamaconda. Hey! <laughs> Addresses to hey. the left. Oh, all right, so let's bring... Let's bring Molly back Poor into Molly. this conversation. She's had to suffer through this. <laughs> Molly, uh, okay, we told three stories. There was the rappery, there was the rotisserie chicken bowling, and then there was old ham pants. <laughs> Molly, which one do you think is the real crazy, stupid idiot? Well, I mean, I've been to the Fort Myers airport multiple times, and so that one seems the most plausible. Because I've seen some crazy things happening there. I travel to Fort Myers often. I'm going to go with the Fort Myers. You're going with the ham pants. Molly. Ham pants all the way. Da, 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 da. Oh! No! All right. I told you you'd win. So the good news is you get a guess again. Okay. <laughs> so if it's not the ham pants, it was either rotisserie bowling or the rapper robbery. Uh, well, the rapper robbery seems like it's really far-fetched. Like, that was a very elaborate story. And the H-E-B chicken bowling, I can see teenagers doing that, or young adults, because they're stupid. So let's go with chicken bowling. Molly? We stumped you, but guess what, Molly? You still get a t-shirt, so thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for playing along, and enjoy your Team Cobra t-shirt. Stay stay right where you are. We're going to get all your information. That was fun. You get to play next week if you want to. Just remember, mark your calendar Friday. That's when we have this kind of fun. Hey,